everybody, light up your cigarettes if you got them, because this joint is going to be hot. Talking about a radio, powerful transmission, but no submission. 4-4, down the freeway, daddy-o, top down, all crowns, the kings of bebop, all the glory on top, tippy top of that transmission tower, all that transmission power. Guys, it's 5:37 p.m. 3:26/2017. It is Opal City Radio. My name is Mike, and with me is Emily. Hey guys, um, we continue our new comics rampage um, yes. through the most current pages of Marvel at the at the moment. Anyway, uh, we decided to read uh, the new Mockingbird comic. Yes, the new there's a Mockingbird miniseries. Yeah. It was super great. The thing is, I don't, I didn't know anything about Mockingbird. I <laughs> knew that she was married or, may, no, no, she was married to Hawkeye. Yes, yes, she was married to Hawkeye. Which, it's, I, I feel bad for you, sis. He's, he, he's Hawkeye. <laughs> he's real bad news, Bobby. Real bad news. <laughs> um, I, uh, on the whole, I did like it. Um, I did like that they did, uh, a lot of like, sort of like what it's like working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Yeah, which I thought was pretty cool. And they did a lot of, of callbacks too. Yeah. To her terrible history and how she's been used and misused throughout the years. Yeah, um, I did not know that she got part of the super soldier serum and also the uh the immortality thing that they give shield people some shield people mm-hmm. the infinity formula yes there we go which i have a feeling that came out of like an event um, but since i don't read marvel events i'm like eh, whatever yeah yeah it does kind of seem like it did so i mean because like this has um tie-ins to civil war 2 yes which I never read. Right, now neither So I'm like, oh, Hawkeye killed Bruce Banner? Eh. Okay, I mean, I'm <laughs> he sure... Did. He did, actually. I, 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 remember, uh, I remember that scene. Well, I'm sure that both of them got past it, though, so... Well, well there's the new Hulk now. Well, yeah, it's so. Amadeus Cho. Yes. Hulk. Or is a, a Hulk, I should say. Yes, he is a Hulk. There are several Hulks at the moment. <laughs> there, there are... So many Hulks. Um, it's got me thinking about Hulks now, and I'm like, no, wait a minute. Yeah, because there's, I was like, well, there's, I know, I know there's a Ghost Rider Hulk. Um, oh my God, is there? Yeah, there is. Holy or at shit. least, or at least there was a Ghost Rider Hulk briefly. With like the flaming skull. Yeah. And... yeah. He was just oh. like a, a huge dude on a motorcycle. Oh my god. Yeah. Why am I just hearing about this now? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you get a lot of one of the things that I liked about this book um was I mean, the the writing's great. It's mm-hmm. it manages to be light 
dealing with some pretty heavy stuff. Yes. Which is which is really good. I like the uh, the shield paranoia uh, form that they give you to pull out the, to fill out. And it's like, how paranoid are you? And it's a scale of one to ten with little emojis below each one. <laughs> okay, so the creative team for this book <clears throat> was it was an all female team. Yeah, which I feel like I should point out because you don't really see that a lot yeah that's kind of rare in comics with mainstream superhero comics um the writer is chelsea kane yeah who is a new york times best-selling author i thought she was batwoman for a brief second i was like no wait she's a real person and batwoman isn't real <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that woman writes Marvel comics. Yes, I was like, it seems kind of like a step down, but I guess if you want to take it easy. Like... <laughs> no, but she is. She's a, a New York Times bestselling author. And to highlight how terrible comic books are, she got heaped with so much harassment and abuse. Yeah. Because of Mockingbird that she left Twitter. Yeah, I mean, that's unfortunately really, really common um, when it comes um, to women creators, unfortunately. And I know exactly, because it was with the last issue, uh-huh. and the cover of it is Bobby Morse in a t-shirt and says, ask me about my feminist agenda. Yeah. And ooh. And, and who boy. <laughs> would have thought that that shirt was like, I hate America, let me murder puppies? Well, I mean... But when you consider the person with an agenda who sees a comic book cover like that, <laughs> who doesn't normally read comic books and can't disconnect themselves from, like, their screwed up thought processes. Well, and even just the people within the fan, because unfortunately in any group, I think the shittiest people tend to be the loudest. Yeah, that is generally how it goes. Um. So... You know, I mean, like, if I, okay, if I don't like something, I mean, like, I'll, I'll maybe rant to, like, a friend. Yeah. Or on my Tumblr where, like, two people will see it. Yeah. I'm not going to go after the creator of it. Um, yeah. And, like, but you're tell them a, that they but, need to die. But you're a rational person with no axes to grind. This is this is true. I mean, if I don't like it, it's like, oh, well, then I guess I just won't buy this anymore. Yeah, I mean, I won't watch this anymore. Right, okay? exactly. That's kind of you know, like I mean, to to pull up a pretty fairly recent example, you know, like uh, uh, John Jafari, the guy who's Jontron on uh, on YouTube, uh, you know, and it's like, so I, sad. I didn't feel the need. I was like, you know what? I mean, I like his videos. I thought they were really funny, but I I just can't you know, mentally listen to a dude who has that kind of, you know, like backwards regressivist thinking, you know, but I'm not going to go after the guy because like, what am I going to get out of it? Yeah. That's, that's you know? my thoughts. I, I did like John Tron's videos. I'll admit it. I thought yeah. they were really funny. And then I saw all the drama and I was like, Oh, that's real unfortunate. Yeah. Unsubscribe. Yeah. You know? So that's just me. But, okay, so that's who you had writing it. You had uh, Kate Nimchik, who was the artist. Yeah. 
and she does a bunch of Mass Effect art as well. Oh, wow, that's like a tie-in from what I'm doing. I know. So all your your game videos. Um, They're serious dramas, actually. Your dating simulations. How how dare you? (laughs) You have sullied the good name of everyone in the Andromeda Initiative, Emily, and I shan't stand by. Look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Check your Mass Effect Twitter because it's getting blown up right now. Oh no! And then uh, you had Rachel Rosenberg, who's the colorist. Yes. So, good job, ladies. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. it was put together spectacularly well. I thought, you know. Yes, and I like too that um, this was only supposed to be a five issue thing. Right. But then it got extended to eight issues, and I like to think that it's because it had such a a positive um, what's the word here? Reception. Reception. Yes, I was like feedback. I mean, I guess (laughs) also feedback. Yeah, I mean, I I would I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, the the first five issues are concerning Bobby's health. Yes. She has received a cocktail of the Super Soldier Serum and the Infinity Formula. Right. And there might be side effects? Well, you know how S.H.I.E.L.D. does it. They're like, this is a great drug. Um, We're going to give it to you, Agent, and just make sure you tell us how it's going. So, yeah, so she has to report to her S.H.I.E.L.D. doctor right. every week. And she has forms to fill out. She has to pee in cups. They're taking her blood. Yeah. She has um, a beeper. Yes. And whenever it goes off, she has to report to the doctor. You know, I yes. mean, and I just love the, 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 the image of her sitting in like the waiting room. Yeah. Or reading a magazine. And there's like Howard the Duck is there. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tony Stark is there reading a gonorrhea pamphlet. <laughs> Hercules is always there with ice on his head. <laughs> yes. You had Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are there with their baby. Yep, and it looked like they had, like, chicken pox or something. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, I love that idea of, like, not only, okay, yes, as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, you're going to get, like, beat up. Right. Get hurt, you know, and all that. And, you know, oh, you know, you went to the moon and maybe you picked up something. Maybe yeah. you've been hanging out with gamma radiation. But then it's like, also, where do you go for, like, your annual checkup? Yeah, exactly. You can't go to a regular doctor if you have, you know, the, the immortality the serum in you. You know, you, know? Or <laughs> you go for, like, family planning or, you know, I think I'm coming down with the flu. Yeah. I mean, of course you're going to go to the doctor. And, of course, S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to have a doctor for you to go to. <laughs> like, it's, it's totally true. It's 100%, 100% correct. So... It's it's her trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And what I really like about those first five issues and how they're laid out is that they're described as a puzzle box mm-hmm. in that you can take each issue and you could read them in any order. Right. And it'll all still make sense no matter what order you put it in. Right. That's, which that's, is like, oh, man, yeah. I got to get a hand with the physical issues. Yes. I gotta like, I gotta try this out. I gotta read them in like different <laughs> orders. It, it takes place over about a month, right? From beginning to end, and she kind of we go back and forth between 
a month ago and like right now. Yeah. Which I really liked. Well, I mean, what's also nice about it is because they work into it over a number of different other issues where she's doing other stuff too. So it's not just like a, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is bad. Like, that's really not the tack that they take. No, no. You know, it's just kind of like, a, you know, it's like a, it's a job. And that's unfortunately part of your job is to be like, yeah, you guys gave me that injection. Um, Something's happening and it's weird. You know, yeah, I so. like to like um, you know, with just how put out she gets. Yeah. With constantly being at the doctor, and I'm like, man, I don't ever go to the doctor, but even I can empathize with us. Yeah, absolutely. I about hate going to the doctors. Constantly have, I'm sure, like if you constantly have to go and you're going over the same exact thing, over and over, and over and over again. Yeah. You know, and you know how sassy she gets about everything it's and... true and i do like that the way that they do the um the artist page is mm-hmm. normally in the fact that like she has broken one of her health id cards and they had to send her a new one yes and then she <laughs> finally gets like an old school beeper <laughs> right where they have like all the different reasons that she's lost the cards like one of them was like the hulk sat on it another one it yes. was just like flushed it down the toilet like <laughs> Or like the um when they were counting down the issues, it was her prescription refills. Yes. And they were circling what refills she was on. I was like, all right, that's that's clever. <laughs> um, and I liked it. It was like um you know when she's talking with her doctor, it's like she's not telling them all the symptoms, and she's like, what do you tell your doctor everything? So yeah, it's, she's trying to put it together because by the way, Bobby has a PhD in biochemistry. Yeah, so she can kind of figure out what's going on on her own. <laughs> you know, so she's like, "Oh, th- what they did, whatever is going on." She's like, "I don't have superpowers now." Right. But like what I'm showing are symptoms and her symptoms are that she can like see these weird zombies right she can like make ping pong balls disappear (laughs) yeah and like uh she has this like bloody discharge from her ears yeah like bobby that's you got an sis that's no good (laughs) gotta know that's no good hey that's what you know the life of a superhero where your powers are based on injections like I, I Unless got... you're Steve Rogers, because you take drugs once with Steve Rogers, and he's a Superman. And, so... and you're you're one and done, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, well, well, and then, then you join Hydra, I guess, but you know. I got, and then at one point, like, you lose your powers and you become a, a grandpa? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's a peril with the, with the injections. But then he got better. Yes, he did. Again, I don't know how, or I don't keep track of that. I don't... <laughs> whatever yeah we're not captain america's doctors so we don't know yeah i I don't have access to that information yes and and even if we did because of patient confidentiality we couldn't give it to you it's true we could not even tell you sorry Mm -mm. so actually one of the the lines that i liked out of this like with her going through all of her her doctor nonsense yeah is if you could live forever, but had to have a colonoscopy every week for the rest of your life, would you do it? <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, that's um, hmm, that's <clears throat> that comes with with significant baggage. <laughs> but see, I I like that. I think that comes out with when you get a writer on on the book like this. Yeah, they don't write comics. 
Yeah, you get she, something obviously unexpected. Kelsey yeah, knows comics. She knows the character, or else she wouldn't be on a mock. I mean, like on a Mockingbird book, right? That's a character that you pick because you know who that character is. True, true. You know, it's not like oh, I'll write a Captain America book. I mean, I could write. I mean, I don't know terribly a lot about Captain America. I could probably write a Captain America book. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, you do get. That interesting, like, I think, shift of perspective where, like, you think about stuff that maybe other people don't necessarily think about. Right. And I like that shift of, like, well, but what about their health care? Like. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, obviously, it's something. I mean, it's a government, in, you know, yeah. a shadowy government institution. Yeah, I mean. you got to have good health care, right? Like, I mean, that's got to be part of it is why people sign up, right? It's for the benefits. That's, That's why like, I joined sure. Shield. I don't know why you joined Shield, but uh, obviously for the benefits. Yeah, obviously. The vacation time is real nice, but it's very demanding. Yes, I mean you got to be on call twenty four seven, and yeah. you just uh... it's, a, it's a pain being Shield agent number five one eight two three. You know, and you got to go into HR to talk about why you didn't have your phone on, and uh... <laughs> it's like, listen, I'm a paranormal investigator, like I. I, there was a ghost and it broke my phone. What do you want from me? <laughs> do you want me to call the ghost? He's dead. What are you going to do? Take legal action against him? Like, I mean, maybe. See, I would read that comic, too, where it's just about shield nobodies. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> just like background shield agents. Yes. <laughs> Ones that Captain America walks by and makes a snide comment. You're like, Captain America's a dickhead. oh come on shield nobody he's not that bad (laughs) but yeah so during all of her 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 doctor visits sure and her figuring out what's going on and what shield has done yes you know she does have actual like spy adventures yeah like when she has to rescue fellow spy Lance Hunter. <laughs> that was easily one of my favorite uh, issues. My she has to rescue him from the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, their London chapter. Yes. So she's there in like S and M gear, which of course then we see her waiting in like the doctor's room. <laughs> Black Widow's like, oh, nice boots. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So she has to save him. And it's like, I don't even know this guy, but I don't really even have to know him. Yeah. We know that there's a history there. He's kind of dumb. Yeah. I mean, he obviously has a thing for Bobby. Right. She obviously has a thing for him. True. He has a pet corgi named Kazar. He he does. It's true. And, yeah, and she has to save him from the Hellfire Club. And it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, it was it's a pretty it's a pretty great little issue. I love when when uh you know, like she's like, You're gonna have to kick the door in. You gotta kick underneath the lock. That's the weakest point. And he's like, Yeah, I'm a spy, I know this. And then it has like the official uh how to kick open a door instructions. And one of them is like, kick below the lock, open parentheses, it's the weakest point, close parentheses. Yes. It was like wear shoes. Yes. See, he's barefoot, and he's like, no, my foot. Um, I liked when she had to go rescue Clint. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. 
from uh from Tim. Tim, right. <laughs> total idea mechanics. <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, you're not an evil lady scientist. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they're international science terrorists. Yes. With top secret, with a top secret underwater lab. <laughs> right, because, I mean, where else would you be if you were an evil scientist? Yeah, pretty much. So she has to go and rescue Clint, who's gotten himself captured. Of course, like a yum-dum. Well, you know. And then we get, like, great insight into their marriage. <clears throat> it is true. You do, like, get, you do get a little like, bit of that. Like where she's um oh gosh she's incapacitated all the other scientists with like a toxin like right. a neurotoxin and he's like wait a minute why am I okay and she's like oh may or may not have slowly introduced this to you over the course of her marriage or <laughs> get like the little brief snippets of them like in marriage counseling yes <laughs> that was amazing by the way oh my god. She's just like, I don't know why he has to know everything about me. And he's like, I just want to know how many times you were married. <laughs> like, oh my god, this I want to know super... how many times you dosed me with Neurochem. Like, <laughs> neurotoxins. This disp- BT dubs, y'all. Okay, so Hawkeye and Mockingbird got married, I think, after knowing each other for only a couple of days. Oh, well, I mean, now, was this in the 60s or the 70s? Um, I'm pretty sure this was 70s or 80s. Well, if it was the 80s, I understand completely. So, I mean, it was, like, very much like they met each other, they immediately got married, and it's been full of problems ever since. Like like what happens when you're like, oh, they got married in Vegas, and you're like, oh, that'll last, like... Mm-hmm. Um, the most infamous episode of their marriage which they actually deal with later on in the book mm-hmm. um and i have very conflicted feelings in how that got handled ah. um is when they time traveled to the old west and they got stuck in the old west and bobby winds up in the clutches of the phantom rider oh no who does show up in the book later on yeah and she winds up killing him by, well, but through inaction. Yeah. And terribly. Anyway, this guy was awful to her. He abused her. He assaulted her. He drugged her. He did all sorts of horrible things to her. And all Clint did was, like, scream at her because, like, Avengers don't kill. Hmm. And it's like, Clint. Hmm. How? It's not like this was, like, an aim goon, and she just, like, gunned him down with an Uzi. <laughs> right. You know? There was like, a little bit of precedent behind it. I mean, there was a reason behind why she did what she did, and maybe you should take your wife's side on this. Well, we all know Hawkeye can be a yum-dum from time to time. Clinton? <laughs> I mean... So yes, that that's a a, a big, um, uh, point in their marriage. This breaking yeah. point is the whole Phantom Rider thing, and he does show up later on. And okay, whatever. We're just gonna skip ahead to this, and then we can, okay. we can return to this. Stuff. Sure. So, 
she winds up on a cruise ship mm-hmm. and they have like the nerd convention. Yes. Yes. They're, she's on a, a cruise ship convention. Uh, truly a fate worse than death. <laughs> That's like for Hawkeye. Yeah. But of course he can't be there because it's Civil War Two, and he's killed Bruce Banner apparently. And he's on yeah. trial for the murder. Right. And so he can't be the special guest. And then it's this whole thing about like Hulk lives. Anyway, Phantom Rider is there <clears throat> being a creep. And his whole thing is that he can, he's a ghost, but he can only possess people that are his living relatives. Right. So he found people who were like descendants of like cousins <laughs> through like ancestry.com. And I'm like, oh my God, please. <laughs> and he is, he's being like this major possessive creep. Yeah. And they retconned what happened into. Clint wanted to believe that she had been drugged and that it had been completely against her will that she had been with this guy. Uh-huh. And that's how he rationalized it when, in fact, she chose to be with this right. guy. Yeah. And I'm still mulling over how I feel about that. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> that's a big change. To, uh... On the one hand, I'm glad to see. On the one hand, I'm glad that they retconned out an assault because, yeah. I mean, f- female characters get done dirty all the time, and it's nice to see. Okay, like maybe let's let's take that out of her history. It doesn't really have to be there. Yeah, let's give her some agency. But then on the other hand, sure. I don't know. On the like, other hand, you've got to. Feels weird to take that out because that was such a big part of. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to retcon something that's a huge uh, chunk of somebody's past like that. Yeah, of like what happened between her and Clint. That was a huge point. It was a huge yeah. point why he was a dickhead about it. Right. Because of what had actually happened and that she was justified in killing this dude. And Clint was not justified at all in how he treated that action. Yeah. I mean, again, that could be like a lot of just my personal feelings about it. Well, having I mean, read West Coast Avengers. Yeah. Um, and all that. But yeah, like that, I was like, oh, on the one hand, I'm like, okay. Like, I see why you did it. But on the other hand, I'm like, I'm not sure if i like that it's a big it's a big change it's a big change and it affects like a significant part of her past but then on the other hand i can also understand why other people would would like that change yeah it's not a thing where i'm like oh no you're 100 wrong for having done that yeah it's just just personally i'm like i don't know if it sits entirely right with me hmm well yeah, I don't know. I uh, I would have to read West Coast Avengers to have a a good opinion Man, on that. At some point, we'll have to read West Coast Avengers because <laughs> it's real terrible. I prefer my completely non-canon HeroClix game where they were unable to defeat the living mummy at the docks. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. But yeah, so that's like the only thing that kind of stuck in my craw with this book. Everything yeah. else, I lost loved everything it was else. super fun to read um mm-hmm. very again it was it was very lighthearted, you know um th- 
they deal with a couple of heavy things here and there, but like, you know, on the whole, it's not a book that like crushes you, you know? It doesn't do it in a heavy handed manner either. Yeah. Like it's very it's very tongue in cheek. Right. Like when we get into like Bobby's backstory a little bit. Right. And you know, she's like, Oh, you know, when I was a kid, you know, I did there was I loved superheroes and I wanted to be a superhero. And it's her like trying to get superpowers. Yes. <laughs> with like radiation and like bug bites and everything else. And then it's her, you know, and she's like, but then I realized that all my heroes they had something that I would never have. And it's like, well, they're all dudes. Right. And she's like, well, but then by that time I had turned, you know, she had gone to math and science and, you know, she was becoming, you know, a scientist and that's where she went with everything. Um, but again, it's like the way they handled it again, it was not like smashing you over the head with it. Right. Exactly. But it's just like, Oh yeah. 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 It- <clears throat> You know, I mean, but that's kind of the experience that you would get, I imagine, you know? I mean, well, it's it's true. I mean, as a lady who's been reading comics... Exactly. There's an awful lot of dudes in comics. (laughs) For a while, I can tell you... Yes. ...that uh, positive female representation has been few and far between. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to see it coming now yeah um again like i was when reading this i was like holy shit like bobby morris is the feminist superhero i didn't know i needed (laughs) until now well you know i mean it's it it is a it's kind of a breath of fresh air you know because it's you get to see a lot of you know uh female characters kind of get uh, you know, you see more of their background. You know, they 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 take a character that maybe you wouldn't really consider all that much, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of add a little bit of flair here and there, and you get a really compelling, you know, very complete character. Well, it's like Bobby herself says when she's on the cruise ship for the Hawkeye convention, unwittingly, <laughs> and she's there under because somebody had got the ticket for her, and it's you know Mrs. Barton, which she's like I haven't used that name in years, right. And she's like, well, no, of course they're not going to recognize me because Hawkeye fans like to pretend I don't exist. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, but how true it is. I'm, I'm, I would not be shocked. Yeah. If like old school Hawkeye fans really did like to pretend that Bobby was not a character that existed or that she had any ties with Clint at all. Yeah. Because I'm sure she's like the awful awful ex-wife who all she did was like harp on clint and he couldn't be cool because he had this horrible wife but at the same time he's not cool because he's hawkeye (laughs) it's true clint is he's awful yeah he's a terrible a terrible he's he is a flawed man i mean he only got cool not even cool but he only got like okay and relatable and sympathetic when fraction was writing him <laughs> well yeah because i mean you look at his his history and you're just like hey eh, i just you're kind of a, kind of a jerk clint <laughs> like, it's like, like just a racist sexist jerk all the time Ugh. and you're an iron man villain what are you even doing with your life how <laughs> get out of that avengers team you will clap your right on out of there 
be amazing. Captain America just claps him out of the Avengers Tower. <laughs> shakes a jar of pennies at him. He flees never to return. <laughs> Go on, get! Spurs a spray bottle at him. Hawkeye hisses at him, but then runs away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. My goodness. But yeah, I mean, um, it was uh, it was an enjoyable read. I like the art quite a bit. Oh my god, um, the art is so cute. It's, I love it's it. super good, yeah. And just, you know, you've got a really keen, a modern style of writing, I will say, definitely. It's it's not yes. uh, kind of archaic to read. Um, you've got really clever use of panels. Yes. You know, yes. Um, really clever use of pages that would otherwise just be intro pages or, you know, here and there's like they do some they do some interesting stuff i, I like this book it, it, it's got a lot of heart yes i mean it was obviously written by someone like i said who knows the character and who loves the character yeah um and again we've talked about this before when you get like the right writer with the right character mm-hmm. i mean great things happen sure <clears throat> and i, I think this agree. is one of those cases of you got somebody who obviously knows bobby morse and who's like, no, she deserves better than what she has gotten so far. And then it's like, you know what? If you're not going to do it, then I will. Yeah. And then she wrote her eight-issue miniseries. Then there you go. Good stuff. Justice for Bobby Morse. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot... There's so much rich ground for Marvel to to dig up and, and to just let creators do that with their property. You know, where it's yes. just like, yeah. I mean, I would love a more detailed, sp- like, Mr. Spot. Like, I mean, you know, it's, let's get a Mr. Spot miniseries up in here. <laughs> well, I think, too, with, like, just, like, the fact that she's kind of, you know, a D-list character. Yeah. Who's, I think, for a lot of people, her big claim to fame is the tie that she has to a male superhero. Right, exactly. Like, she's somebody's wife, and that's not yeah. interesting. That's, like... No. You know, like no, she she is a hero in her own right. She's a shield agent. Yeah, you know, she's a master spy. She's a brilliant scientist. This is all shit that's actually in her backstory. Right, but you never get to see it. Yeah, you just never yeah. get to see it because unfortunately, she was in West Coast Adventures in the eighties. Right. Well, that's, that's how. And it if goes. you guys see the face that I'm making. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, it is. It's nice to see, again, like a writer who says, no, this is interesting stuff. Let's bring it to the foreground. Let's make it about her. Let's not make it about Clint. Let's not make it about relationship with her ex-husband, even though he's in it. You know, it's no, it's her solving the mystery of what S.H.I.E.L.D. did to her. Right. Which I think is a really cool angle to take. And that was cool, but she figures out, like, oh, shit, it's this virus that I have? Yeah, exactly. And the virus has superpowers? I mean, it's a novel way, the way she figures it out, too, how she puts herself in the the airlock of the submarine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, she's like, if if I'm right, it won't let me die. Mm -hmm. You know, and Clint's just like, what the hell are you doing? You know, and (laughs) It's true. It, it breaks the window. It does. And then she figures out that, oh, God, the zombies she's been seeing are real. Yes. 
She hasn't just been seeing elderly women. They are actually there. You know, this isn't like an it follows scenario. Like they're actually there. And because they've been taking her blood and injecting it into medical cadavers. Yes. Not a not a good look shield. Because like what she say it was like 20,000 people every year donate their bodies to science. Yeah. Where do you think they go? (laughs) Also. It's like oh shit. Also, you get basically like a little mini zombies episode where Howard the Duck fights zombies along with Spider-Man. Yes. Poor Miles, who's like trying to put on his his Spider-Man suit like underneath his uh, hospital gown. And he's got like the chicken pox. Yes. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's, oh my God. Yeah. So they just like fight. A bunch of zombies. Yeah. And, you know. great. A plus plus. And she's just like, oh, this is what you've been doing with all the blood you've been taking. Yeah. Huh. Good good job, S.H.I.E.L.D. She's like, I'm switching insurance as soon as open enrollment is here. (laughs) I'm like, oh, God, Bobby, I don't blame you. It's it's true. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, it it was super fun. I liked it. I, it, it was, I it was a, a good it was a fun ride it was it was a lot of fun i would 100 percent. well again like this whole theme that we're doing yes these are all books that i've read that i am reading that are great um and this isn't even scratching the surface of what i'm reading for marvel right because if i know they're doing like a lot of like event stuff with like the inhumans yeah and they did, like, Civil War 2. And from what I've heard from my other comic book friends, they're not very good. Yeah, I heard and that like, Civil War 2 is not great. And I'm like, that's why I don't read them. And that's why I stick with individual titles. Yeah. Which are great. Which, okay, yes, they will make me sit through, like, a two-issue tie-in. I can deal with that. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, you just get greater detail is revealed, you know, rather than... I'm sure at some point I will read whatever, whatever, whatever event that will change everything forever until the next event that will change everything. Right, exactly. That's what I hate about events, is, like, nothing really ever changes. It's just the next event sweeps up all the chaos that's left behind from the previous event. Well, it's such as, I think, the the balance of comics it's true it's true it it has to seem to change without really changing well i mean look marvel Marvel does what marvel must to survive you know and like the change can't be so permanent that it can't be undone yeah you know and it's that weird like you can't cleave so tightly to canon that it prevents you from telling brand new stories. Exactly. That's that's one of the bigger things, I think. But you can't totally disregard canon. Right, because then you it, lose all your readers. <laughs> you lose all your readers. And I mean, the canon does mean it something. Does. It does matter. What you, does do, ma- what you do does matter in comics. I mean, it does inform your character. So you have to strike that weird balancing act that I don't think any other medium... Well, no, soap operas, I think, kind of do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, soap operas are very comic-like, because I remember, like, 
if I'm in a grocery store and I'm behind somebody with like a full cart, sometimes I will read those. And literally, <laughs> they are straight up like they're comic book stories. Well, it's the same balancing act. Yeah. If you have the same characters over decades, yeah, who don't age in real time right. at all, you get kids that get um, accelerated aging so that they can have storylines written for them. Right. You have romances that you know it's decades and decades and decades. Yeah. Of and I'm like, yeah, no, it's soap operas and comic books. Very similar. Are very similar very in their and how they have to maintain that weird balance. <laughs> well, this has been deep thoughts with Opal City Radio. Um, <laughs> you can get in touch with us at opalcityradio@gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to g opalcityradio.blogspot.com. We update over there. You can see all the pictures that I've chosen for this particular episode. Um, you can go to Facebook and go to Twitter and interact with Emily if you wanted to do that for some reason. Talk to me about Mockingbird and how awesome she is. You could do that. Talk to me about how dirty she got done in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) Well, now, now don't cause a fuss now on her Twitter. Cause so many fusses. Don't don't you raise a hoot and holler on her Twitter now. So many hoots and hollers. (laughs) So many, so many hollers. Um, so we will be back next week and we will have a new episode for you guys. And uh, until then, we will catch you later. Bye, guys. This has been a production of Opal City Radio, now ending its broadcast day.